Hello and welcome to another episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. I am your host, Lori A. Andros. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life. It is a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom, reconnect with your authentic self, and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring what it means to live a soul-led life. We will talk about sacred practices, ceremony, ritual, and dive into in the now crystal wisdom and insight. Along the way, you will discover practical ways to bring the sacred into your everyday life. So grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, 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 hello, sacred friends. I am Lori Andros, and welcome back. Today, we are going to sink into a theme that has been showing up quite a bit throughout the month of February. Um, It really came forward loud and clear during the Pisces new moon. Um, As I sink into the monthly message or the new moon message for within the sanctuary circle, Iolite had a lot to share about seeing in the dark. So that's what we're going to sink into. We're going to sink into a bit of conversation regarding our intuitive senses and really sinking into a place of allowing our nervous system to slow down and be more fully present in our day-to-day lives. All right, so I want to share with you. I've got my little iolite hanging out here, <laughs> my little iolite sphere. Um, and I'm actually just going to hold on to it as we sink in a little bit more. So let's talk about this idea of seeing in the dark, seeing with all of our senses. You know, years ago, before I stepped into this path, um, the spiritual path into the path of energy healing and and looking at things through a little bit different lens than the one that I had grown up with, maybe a lot bit different. But before that, I worked as an occupational therapist and I was employed by the local school district and I was there for about eight years. And during that time, one of the areas I really focused my work was around a topic called sensory integration or sensory processing. And basically what happens is we look at all of the senses that inform our um, nervous system, that help us to know how present to be or how to be present. Um, It's part of what lets us know that we're safe in our environment. And everyone has a little bit different nervous systems. For some of us, our nervous systems are overactive and for others, they're underactive. Now, this is a super streamlined overview. (laughs) It gets really quite deep and um, the work that I did looked at a lot of different facets of what was going on. But a big part of what I would explore was this idea of, you know, what was happening in the environment, in the classroom environment, and what was happening for specific students who really struggled to be present. Now, 20 years later, as we fast forward to current life and the work that I do, I feel like my work with sensory integration offered a really unique perspective or idea or understanding around developing our intuitive senses and really tapping in on a deeper level. 
Well, one of the things that really showed up as I was listening to Iolite this month was this piece around letting all of our senses be engaged in the process of our presence. And it was from the perspective of our physical senses, as we know, but then also from the perspective of our intuitive senses. We know we're very familiar, you know, with the, the basic, you know, senses of smell, taste, see, sound, touch. As we look at our intuitive senses, it's the same thing, right? There's the basic, we can smell intuitively, we can taste intuitively, we can touch intuitively, we can see intuitively, we can hear intuitively. But then we can also expand that a little bit further. And we can look at intuitively knowing something, intuitively feeling something from an emotional perspective. There are a lot of different ways that we can begin to tap into our senses from an intuitive place and letting ourselves really be even more present with our inner world. The challenge with being intuitively present is that there's a lot going on in our day-to-day lives, a lot. There are always sounds in the background activities in the background, (laughs) things happening, things that interfere with our own energy fields. Interfere maybe isn't the right word, but are a bit disruptive to our ability to be present. Now, over the last couple of days, we had this blizzard go through us in half the country, right? (laughs) (laughs) You probably experienced this as well. Um, But here in Green Bay, we had this blizzard, you know, flow through, a blow through. And as it came through, I noticed something really interesting. And I think this is something that happens with blizzards, with snowstorms. This is one of the unique aspects of um, winter storms is that everything shuts down. It comes in and it creates this um, blanket of snow that forces everyone and everything to pretty much have to come to a halt. Some of the background noises that maybe we hear from one moment to the next are quiet. I especially noticed this living in town. Um, So often we hear sirens, we hear cars um, on the street right in front of our house, a couple blocks over. We hear rail cars moving on on the railroad tracks several blocks over. There are sirens, planes flying overhead, um, you know, people walking by in conversation, you know, just going about our daily lives. And there's a lot of like external noise. But as the snow started to fall and the wind really started howling, some of that activity, actually most of that activity, felt dampened. It was quiet. I couldn't hear some of those things. And when I, what I noticed was that as my nervous system wasn't stimulated by all that extra sensory information, I had more space to be present with my own thoughts, reflection, contemplation, 
And I found myself even more curious. Chris and I really hunkered down during this, you know, 48 hours, 24, 48 hours that we had um, as the blizzard moved through and kept the lights soft, lit candles, burned incense, let ourselves just really be quiet and reflective. Actually, I was probably more reflective. He was working away on on schoolwork. (laughs) Um, And I guess in many ways I was working as well. But but there wasn't the buzz that is always present in the house. It was like that was absent. And a whole level of stimulation was gone. And we were able to be present at yet another level. This, I think, is really special. When we meet with these moments and opportunities, We can create them to some extent. We can create them by being out in nature, spending time outside of the busyness in our day-to-day lives, creating opportunities to soak in a bath, you know, enjoy a sauna, um, get someplace where there's a quiet, still space. But that extended period, that 24, 48 hour window was really amazing. So I took some notes here and I wanna just kind of run through them a little bit. Um, Gosh, you know, one of the things that I have down here is that when we really have the space to disconnect from the external world and retreat into our internal world and be more internally present, we're able to attune to some of the nuances of our energy body, of our intuitive senses, things that maybe we can't quite attune to during other times. Um, One of the things that, so I have kind of a list here of like three different things that I want to share with you specifically to how do we um, sink into a space where we can begin to refine and cultivate our intuitive senses and in such a way where we're able to intuitively see in the dark. And the first one really is about drawing our energy back. And if you experienced these last couple days with the snowstorm and and had the opportunity to kind of hunker down at home, um, I know some of you are out working and, you know, doing different jobs where that's just not even a possibility. Um, And thank you for being in those places. Um, and if you did have an opportunity to just hunker down and, and be soft, let yourself re- like do a little reflection around what did that feel like to have the external world soften just a bit and have your energy drawn back within. We can bring more consciousness to this in our lives by consciously disconnecting from a lot of the external distractions. You know, we can think about our computers, we can think about social media, we can think about television, we can think about some of those things, but there's, there's other noise in our world that we can begin to disconnect from. Let yourself start to pay attention to where some of those subtle places um, are that you can pull your energy back from and really anchor it within. Yeah, letting it fully anchor within you. 
So that leads us to actually the next the next suggestion, which is around anchoring your light within. Mm-hmm. The more you anchor your light within, the brighter and more vibrant your light becomes, the light of who you are. And the more vibrant your inner light becomes, the more highly attuned to your senses, your intuitive senses, you will also be. Yeah. Um, Letting yourself just be fully present in your own physical body, in your own physical space. And then the third one is to really tune in with your physical senses and with your intuitive senses. And I want to be specific about both of these because both of them have incredible um, value and support and opportunity for awareness and deeper understanding. As we allow our senses to become more refined, that's when we begin to notice some of those subtleties. Um, we, be, we're, we begin to be able to discern between physical experiences and intuitive experiences. So one of the stories that's kind of popping into my head right now is that I recently went to the hardware store to get some keys made. And after I walked out of the hardware store, I got into the truck and I, it was a really cold day. I turned on the heat. I turned on the seat warmers. Love those seat warmers. And, um, and started up the truck. Immediately, I smelled something different in the truck. I smelled cherry, like cherry wood cigar, kind of cigar or pipe sort of smell. That's not something I usually smell, not in a physical sense, and definitely not in the truck. Now, at the moment that it happened, I let myself really tune in and <laughs> the truck's relatively new to us. It's only, we've only had it a couple months. And during that time, you know, I kind of wondered, um, there was a, a very uh, a scent in the truck that I really liked. And the scent in the truck um, felt like warm dryer sheets every time we turned on the seat warmers. <laughs> and this was a different smell than that. And so I started to think, you know, think about it. And I then I got curious and I was like, was there like, was there some sort of smoking, you know, <laughs> smoking scent that's underneath that was being covered up. But my sense of smell is really, really very refined. And I let myself just tune in and I started asking more questions. And then I realized that, ah, no, this is a loved one trying to get my attention and um, just have a little moment of intuitive connection. It was an ancestor who wanted to make sure I was aware they were with me. And that was how they got my attention. So as we begin to really work with and connect with and refine our own senses, we begin to be able to discern some of those nuances and recognize when something is an intuitive um, message or connection that is coming through. And when it really is something that's actually in our space or in our environment. 
Yeah. <laughs> it sounds kind of funny, but there's so many subtle little ways that this plays out in our lives. I think, you know, as we look at all of our senses, you know, I think one of the things, you know, that I, I didn't speak to, but really could be woven into this conversation is that, you know, a lot of us have very overactive nervous systems for many different reasons, whether it's our day-to-day -day life stress or whether we have trauma that is running running the show on our nervous system or um, we have an underactive nervous system, one that requires a lot of extra stimulation just to become activated and alert and fully present. We all have different experiences. And I think one of the really big things that creates a dramatic shift in our ability to be present with our um, with our senses, to be present with our intuitive senses, is our ability to be grounded, connected, and fully present with life. To really disengage our fight or flight response that may be overactive in our lives, or to create a bit of activity to really awaken and energize our energy field. This is a fun area to drop into and to work with. And it's a big part of where we work um, and where we will be working uh, during the um, year-long Take It to Ceremony program. I'm excited about that one coming up. <laughs> but before we talk about that or before we dive any further into any conversation around that, I actually want to share that I am opening up um, a five-day journey or five-day quest to connect with deeper purpose and meaning and to really sync within. Um, it's called the Activated Soul. And we'll be moving through five different activations to create deeper connection with your gifts as an intuitive, as a healer, as an artist, um, whatever way you show up in the world to activate your soul to the unique ways your spirit, your soul wants to be expressed in all areas of your life. This is a free event. It's going to be happening on um, Facebook, and I'd love for you to join me. I'll pop a link in the uh, show notes so that you can head on over to my website. I'll be sending out daily emails, some extra information, and then details about each of the daily calls. So I would love for you to join me. That is also going to be a bit of a preview to what you can expect in the year-long Take It to Ceremony, Living the Art of Ceremony program. All right. So with that, my sacred friends, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. Bye for now.